Oh man, we're on, dude. Yes, we're on. We have to zoom. The Chinese have won, dude. They finally the, the virus they sent to America to get me <laughs> all those years back. They finally got me. Finally got you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, everybody, that we didn't do an episode last week. I happen to have COVID nineteen. Ever heard of it? Ever fucking heard of it? That <laughs> I happen to have the novel coronavirus nineteen. And you, so you basically, and I don't want to, you know, I, Shane won't brag about it, but I, I like, he was on a ventilator all last week and I was like, Shane, <laughs> Shane the people are asking, he just fucking pulled the tube. It was the craziest oh. thing I've ever seen. Pulled the tube out of his throat and was like, let's fucking roll. But I we, need, <laughs> we need to do a podcast. The doctor like, literally, doc, you- I mean, last week I didn't want to brag about this, but it was me getting him out of the hospital. He was like, I, he was pulling the wires just like the movies. He was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, hey, guys, don't joke around about the COVID-19 virus because it's bad. But I'll tell you what, I didn't have a symptom, baby. <laughs> well, I did lose my sense of smell. So really, look, the, I, and a lot of you are out there like, what can I do health wise? And here's what you got to do. A lot of people they will tell you, do this, do that. To, what you do is you don't stay in shape at all for 30 years. Eat whatever you want, whenever you want, hang out, mm-hmm. and then your your immune system is just too powerful. Heard that. You know what I mean? So, like, if people like worry about obesity and, you know, all these different things that make the virus more deadly, I don't, I don't know where they're getting that. You know what I mean? You're saying you ran a good simulation. Although, dude, there's... Everything I did, I took care of myself. I took care of my body. That's a temple. And I ran through this thing, no problem. Also, too, I looked it up, and um, I think it, it, the one fact I got was that something like only 20% of people who have it spread it. Yeah, that was another thing. So, all right, here's here's what happened. I didn't get it at a show. I got it from – and this is what pissed me off because every time I go home, I get tested before I go home. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was, like, working hard to find a place to get tested before I could come home for Christmas because everything was, like, booked and packed. And it was like a fucking hassle. And I got it done, got home. As soon as I, like the day after Christmas, my niece came to visit and she just brought COVID. And everyone started, everyone in my family started like coughing. And I was like, yo, you guys have COVID. Like, you guys have coronavirus. Like, <laughs> you need this fucking distance from fucking my niece. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I got it. I've, I've done so many fucking shows this whole time i've been around so many people and i got it at home yeah sometimes with my family sometimes the people we love the most that ultimately betray us dude yes <laughs> i couldn't believe it like the odds of that i've I, like there were so many times i've done a show where i was like oh fuck like i have to have gotten it yeah never and then i come home my niece gets a cold and i was like that's covid oh fuck but everybody's good my whole family is they're fine so you know you can have cancer you can drink every day until you're 65 you can do all these things and covid (laughs) it's kind of a breeze dude (laughs) and i don't want to you know i don't listen i don't want to downplay the severity of this disease matthew i'm not i'm laughing about how mad i am right now dude i'm i lost i lost my sense of smell for about three days so don't you 
dare fucking make light of this disease. I'm furious your family didn't all perish immediately so I could justify my media narrative and my core beliefs based on the New York Times. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a bummer when they find out uh, <laughs> the Gillis family just walked through COVID. <laughs> I had to keep telling Phil, like, Phil, you got to fucking, you got to relax. He's like, I'm going to have two scotches. I'm going to have a scotch. I'm like, Phil, dude, don't, <laughs> don't drink tonight. And he's like... I- Jesus I also heard Christ, when you one of the side effects is uh, of COVID. If you are watching Fox News, it comes out like in 3D. Imagine <laughs> having COVID while watching Fox and not experiencing <laughs> symptoms. It's, it's it's a singularity. Yeah, it is, dude. It's not experiencing like, symptoms oh. is the best feeling in the world. Hell yeah! Like getting tested positive and then every day waiting to get symptoms and then it never comes. It's just like, fuck it, dude. I knew I was unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> But it sucks. It sucked because I went and on New Year's, so I came back to New York on New Year's Eve and hung out with a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we we had a small gathering, a responsible gathering. I had been tested the week before, so I was like, I can hang out. I'm fine. I totally forgot my whole family was coughing. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then my mom told me she had tested positive, and I was like, Oh fuck! I have to call like ten different people and be like, Hey. You know, it's like a fucking herpes phone call. You got to be like, but I didn't want them to know I brought it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you got to call people and be like, hey, man, I think I have it. So just go get tested. I don't know. know? (laughs) And then they're like, who the fuck brought it to the party? I'm like, I'm whoever we could never know, you know, who knows? (laughs) That's not what's important right now for us. Yeah, exactly. I felt like, uh. I felt like a like you ever see like a like a murder doc where like a boyfriend killed his girlfriend and then he's in the search party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was like, look, man, she's in a better place. We got to just move on. Whoever did it's long gone. <laughs> so you had to make the yeah. like the swinger. That's yeah. Everything now, every like regular social function operates under swingers rules right now. Where it's like, you cool, dude. You cool. Everyone has to like try to like mitigate like, yeah. their social partners. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, dude, you saw the thing about Governor Tom Wolf recommending that people use like adult friend finders for what to crumb basically. He was like, go, oh, he was saying like go online to fuck people. It was like, no, no, not, no, sorry, not adult friend finders, only fans. He's like, if you are finding sexual partners online, please consider strongly consider using subscription subscription based services for your dating needs for the interim. So basically he was like, hit up those hoes, bro. Damn, one of my tight wads is calling. Really? Just had to hit the decline on a tight wad, dude. That's a power move. And my, yeah, it's huge, dude. He probably, I'm busy. He's probably on your IP right now. Be like, dude, shut it down. Dude, shut it down. <laughs> Don't tell everybody you got COVID. He doesn't want you to see you get Bruce Willis, dude. Bruce Willis just got <laughs> fucking hit hard, dude. Yeah, now look, Matt, I'm yeah. not denying the COVID because mm-hmm. I got it. You got it. all right. <laughs> I got it. I had part of me. I have it right now. Yeah, true. But, people should uh, respect that for sure. People need to give me my space and time. You know. I just, dude. I just felt so sorry. I feel like you did everything right, dude. Why, why I did, did everything right. I mean, <laughs> why did you get this? <laughs> I did everything right this whole time. Start You're going to be finish. shunned socially now. Start to finish, I barely crossed state lines. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> in a way, I might be up there with most traveled. 
You're you're pretty high. I would say you're pretty I high. Have to be. I think it's between you and like Dr. Fauci. The two of you guys yeah. <laughs> were both very busy. <laughs> you guys are both very busy during this time. Well, it was big for us. They <laughs> checked the flight logs like Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, Shane Gillis. Like, damn, this what guy's fucking it? moving. What the fuck's this guy? Why is he go? Well, he was in Arizona twice. He was in Arizona three times this year. <laughs> I will say Look, you don't joke about stuff like that, Matt. Don't make light of it. True. Please. No, I, I'm not laughing. At I have it. I true. have it. True. True. Excuse me. I will say, uh, you know, and I, I, I'm sure I'd catch a ton of flack for this, but I would say comedy is somewhat of an essential, you know, essential thing. People need to get their giggles, dude. You gotta get your laughs, otherwise you're gonna go crazy. But yeah I, it was it is scary dude when you get it it's like oh fuck like i wonder how bad this is gonna be and then you just replay all the like because it was right after new year's eve so i had i had fun yeah you mr. know cool levels or like... <laughs> i was mr cool as fuck dude. damn so then it's like you were party, ro- you were party rocking on new year's eve yes yes <laughs> i party rocked in the house <laughs> which some of the symptoms i attributed to that <laughs> I was like, man, this is definitely a symptom of that. And it's like, no, you're just violently hungover. Uh, yeah, but I haven't drank since New Year's, so that's good. What day is it? Whew, 13 days? I'm about man, two dude. weeks sober, Matt. Ooh, man. What do you know about being two weeks sober? I you wouldn't last a second. Yeah, a right. <laughs> dope. dope counts. That's true. That's true. I actually, I've, I've did, without even trying, I, I didn't think about it. I did a... Uh, Two, I, I did about two weeks off the weed just because I was so busy. And like, again, I've, I've, I've talked about this before, but like when I don't have weed in my system, I, I find myself getting like very serious, like I, I <laughs> like very stern and very serious. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? That makes sense. Not in a fun way either. I just get very like, like, very, yeah. like a, I become like a curmudgeon. Yeah, that makes sense. But, but yeah, it's true. I'll have to, I'll have to check my, uh, well, it is my birthday month. So, you know. Is it? Yeah, dude, January. When's your birthday? 27th, 15th. dude. I'm Aquarius. 27th. My dad's is the 16th, dude. <laughs> You're an Aquarini. I'm Aquarini, bro. But yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm getting back. I like really laid off the weed. I was just too busy. Now I, I got my hands on some, a very nice tincture, dude, that I've been experimenting with. And it's <laughs> pretty nice, dude. Yeah. What happens to you? Just chill, dude. I, uh, just chill out. I'm, I'm, I get, I'm like real into like spiritual YouTube right now. So I just kind of like, I just get stoned and lay down and just think about What's like le- levels of consciousness, just like guys who I'm trying to think how to explain this. The, the guy specifically I like to watch is Paul check who like gets into like remote viewing and how, I mean, dude, me and Paul, you know, a lot of people talk about guys who like go and like yogis who like disappear to like meditate by themselves. And me and Paul used to think like, they're just kind of like selfish and like, why would you leave the world? But they're really helping us, dude. Yeah. They're, they're, they're mitigating forces that we can't even comprehend. And they are, helping. I think they're selfish cunts. Even though you think that they are helping you just I mean, it's just a level you, you know, I don't like those guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I don't Paul, like. Her- hermits are jerks. That's what I thought. That's what me and Paul thought. But you know, we're like, damn, we like, we, once we got to that level through shamanism, dude, the guy is so fucking funny, man. He just talks about like the wildest fucking shit for like, I think it's three hours on this one dude's podcast. And it's, it's the, he doesn't stop talking for three hours. Every time the guy talks, he goes, well, no, no, not at all. Anyway, for like, dude, it's oh my God. pretty tight. He rules. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to add about sure, sure. Coronis. Um, again, I'm not downplaying this, Matt. You can't I, downplay it. 
I'm not. You know what was crazy? It's very hard to find any piece of media that's like, yeah, I had it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Nobody's like allowed to even say that public. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I couldn't find it. I couldn't, I couldn't find a, like a log of somebody's symptoms of like what type of thing happened after a while. Trump. Trump came out and said. Three days later, Trump dog was out. Rose from the tomb. Don't be afraid. (laughs) Trump said, don't be afraid. Don't even laugh about Trump. Dude, Shane. I'm about to fucking flip, dude. What are you? Don't, don't laugh about Trump. About? Don't laugh about I'm Trump. Not. He almost no. destroyed our democracy, dude. Oh yeah, we we'll get into that. <laughs> I was I'm, uh, app- I'm appalled, dude. The so everybody at that party that I called, everybody I was with, nobody got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and they all got tested. Um. No, it's been two weeks. I know. I know. Nobody got it. Uh. Then. O'Connor and Tommy stayed in the apartment with me for two weeks. They both just tested negative again yesterday. Damn. So not only did I have it and it was nothing, it's not contagious. It's also <laughs> not contagious. I looked it up not today. All, now, this is my strain. Not all of them. I'm sure some of them are very deadly. Very get that bad. Fucking sour diesel COVID, dude. To get the yeah, I got, fire. I got middies, dude. I got Reggie. <laughs> yeah. I got big Reggie. But you know, I could also be jinxing my family who's still, they still are suffering some symptoms, mm-hmm. but you know, my family's old, sick and drunk. Yeah. And they're all like, yeah, we retired. Yep. So it makes you wonder, do you think we needed to shut everything down? And I don't know. I'm not going to, you know. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's a. Say anything. No, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. It's like, well, dude, here's, here's the weird thing too. And I I was reading about it today and they started saying how the flu is at like record, record lows, like super record. Every like metanoma virus, the flu, the cold, blah, 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 um, are at super record lows. And they're like, hell yeah, dude, like the, the masks worked and, you know, and whatever you think about that, you know, it's whatever. But now they're like, well, we got to be careful because the flu is going to come back. And it's like, why are we all fucking scared of being mildly ill? Like, <laughs> all right, you want to yeah. be scared about coronavirus? Go ahead. But like, now I'm supposed to be scared of the fucking flu? Yeah, I've never, I've always known the flu existed. Yes. And like the three times I got it in my life, it did suck. Yeah. But I've never once been like, I've been in the room with people that had the flu. And I've never been like, oh, I hope I don't get it. Yes. Like people in my family, you know, like if my parents were sick or something. I was never like, I, I don't even, maybe I don't understand how contagious things work, but yeah. like my mom could like have the flu and I'd be like, oh, it sucks for her. Yeah, never be a part of it. I've been in the room with the flu and I've not been afraid of it. Now yeah. I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life being like, hope I don't get the flu. I, dude, I mean, <laughs> like, we, we went from like ISIS to upper respiratory sinus infections and it's like, we're like terrible. True. It's crazy right now. And it's like, you know, and I I started to get paranoid, obviously. And it's like, you know, maybe we've exhausted, you know, going into other country. I I mean, it doesn't really jive with the wait. It's harder to sell now to like go in and exploit foreign countries now that like everybody's not racist anymore over the last 60 days. It's kind of hard to justify killing hundreds of thousands of people. Um, So now we have to be like, well. You know, True, I, that I, would be a very tough sell. Yeah, dude. After like you came out and were like, "Yeah, I support the <laughs> like, all that," and then be like, <laughs> "Yeah, but we're getting, we need to bomb Yemen." Yeah, exactly. We have to. And it's also like, I mean, I think people are going to start really looking into like the, the the mineral rights of like Switzerland and be like, "Yo, 
Let's go fucking let's go rip those boys up, dude. Yeah. Those dudes are extreme as hell, dude. It's about time. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of Swiss rebels. So I've uh it, dude, it's <laughs> I, it's fucking crazy, man. It, I was reading it today and it was like we have to be very vigilant about the rise that'll come of these colds once we they yeah. with within the same breath they were and I, I don't they weren't like linking these one to one, but they were talking about uh they're like, you know, it's it's kind of like um it's like we have an immunity to the cold and the flu, but coronavirus kind of came through much like uh, the, the diseases that hit the Native Americans back. And it's like, <laughs> no, those diseases <laughs> killed like 98 percent of the population. Well, they were saying was Dude, it was- there's there was findings about the Native Americans that were like by the time Europeans got there, they were down to like two to three percent of their total population. Like that's how hard they got decimated. Jeez. Now I, I I don't know exactly where I found that, so don't you know? Yeah, but it was extreme. It well, you know. You go like, back to what you're saying about the the viruses and being like when we were afraid of Muslims, <laughs> <laughs> when the Muslims were going to get us. Uh, I never was for the record. I was always very comfortable on a plane. I always supported Muslims. I actually sure. pretty outwardly was very pro. Like maybe they have some good points. I think they do. <laughs> I no, I was. They got me pretty good with the Muslim propaganda. I was like, That's some bitches. They hate what I'm up to. Uh, they can't stand me playing. For the historical games. record, I've also I've always feared upper respiratory infections and never feared Muslims. For the record, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's also like the same thing where it's like, oh, it's it's big. It's it's hitting whatever county you're in. Yeah. Where you live, it like it, when I was home, they were like, it's hitting Cumberland County pretty hard. And it's like, it reminds me of like after 9-11 when everyone was like, there's a Navy depot in Mechanicsburg. Like <laughs> the terrorists could be hitting us. Like every town you were in was like, I heard they're coming, that we have a water treatment facility in our county. They're going to be hitting us. Everyone thought they were on tour, scheduled a tour date to their city. 9-11, after 9-11, everyone was like, they're going to want to kill us, obviously. <laughs> we're very important here in Des Moines. In Des Moines. To like true, this used to be the country's capital, so symbolically speaking. Yeah. Well, capital of Iowa could be pretty big, it could be a big target. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's uh you know it just it just sucks now that like now there's a new version of it in England and fuck it's here now. We have it. Fuck. And it's also destroying it's the vaccines that are too slow and fast, and you're like, What? Yeah, yeah I mean and changing. I mean, dude, it's it's that that parallel and i understand what, what they were trying to say was basically like like you know we have immunities built up to things that we've experienced but if you've never experienced a thing it'll just rip through populations but yeah you know it's like, okay you, you can make that point without being like just like they had and uh you know like the natives <laughs> had it's like oh, all right I, you know I, I don't think it finally know. the curse has come back to get the white man <laughs> now it's our turn i was reading about montezuma and that debt book dude did you did you know what do you know about Cortez? Do you know a little something about the boy? That, yeah, was that when they kidnapped him? Yeah, well they kidnapped they stole yeah, they kidnapped him and they him and Cortez gambled that entire time. Oh, they really? they played games and they gambled. Well, Cortez first of all was in like immense debt when he before he went there. He was I think he asked permission like, "Yo, I'm going to roll down there and sack." And they're like, "Don't." And he was like, "Huh? I did I, I dropped the call." And he just fucking <laughs> went down there and just just absolutely started butt fucking people, but he uh, Montezuma that you know they were like he was like all right come in you guys can hang with us and they were like ah we got you and he was like all right it's fucking weird yeah so they started playing this gambling game and Cortez according to the record just cheated the entire time 
but Montezuma, and this is what they, they think, they don't know, thought they're like, he was like, dude, like this is a huge, uh, this is a, this is like a, like a celestial year. This is like an important year spiritually. Like you, he thought he was like interacting with like other worldly beings. And he, like, he was just like watching this guy. Like she thought he was like, might be some sort of God, like cheat in this game. <laughs> Cheating like checkers. Yeah. It's like, was there, this is God. They were wagering gold and he was and Cortez was like, yes, yes, yes. And yeah. then the, uh, so they, you know, they went through and like eventually like decimated that whole population and then he set up a thing that where everyone who was like working for him, like you remember how they had those stores where like you had, I forget the name of the store, but you had to like, if you worked for a company, you had to buy all of your essentials for, from that company and that company. Lion's would Den. What is that what it's called? No. Oh, I forget it's porn truck stuff. It's truck. It's, it is. It's, it's a truck system. That's what it's called. Yeah. Literally it's called a truck system where you have, <laughs> uh, it's so funny, but they, uh, so like the people who sacked, uh, you know, the Aztecs or whatever, like the majority of them were left in wildly in debt to Cortez, who had already kind of spent a lot of that money that he stole. And then I think he got like in trouble or something. I don't know. I think they were like, hey, <laughs> he got in trouble. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of those guys got in trouble. But yeah, I that was w- going to do I was going to do a uh, history podcast on that dude on on Spanish because I started to do one on the West and it just ended up being I just kept looking into Spanish exploration in north america it's pretty fun that's pretty tight dude the yeah. spanish what, dude's that, just getting shipwrecked in like texas and florida and then just getting eaten by indians <laughs> they were like <laughs> and everyone was like oh man the indians were so nice it's like they immediately enslaved everybody that landed on their shores <laughs> they immediately, like as soon as they landed the indians enslaved them oh it's so fucking funny pretty funny they're dude, like, I mean, oh, sweet slaves! <laughs> like right nice. when they met other people, they're like, "Oh, good, we got some slaves. We found slaves." <laughs> and they would like eat a few of the guys. It was munch. Now I'm, dude. Um, now I'm just into the Pacific. Really? I'm all into the war in the Pacific. So you you reading? You were thinking reading, about doing the Spanish. I was thinking. Well, I was going to do a thing on like the West because I was yeah. big into the Comanche. Yeah, the Comanches, and then. uh so like when I started looking into the West, I only wanted like I looked into just explorers landing mm. in the and now the and they were they were all good stories, but it was like I don't know, I kinda lost it was it was always just them looking for like cities of gold. Yeah. And like for like seven years traveling through the United States and finding like huts in Kansas and being like, All right, we gotta go home. <laughs> but it was cool like them like seeing the Grand Canyon and being like, Holy fuck, <laughs> like they saw the whole United States and were just like, nobody's ever seen it. You know, no, no, no white man, no pale face had seen it. True. Yeah. You know? Geez. Yeah. No, that's a, but now there's, this is good. You'd like, there's a guy. Oh man. I got to tell you this. Yeah. This has been keeping me up. This has been, I'm, I get too obsessed with something in history and then I'll stop liking it for like a week. But right now it's the Pacific. Yeah. Because I was going to do a history podcast on the Indianapolis where all those guys got eaten by sharks, the ship. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got a book called, I think it's called Goodbye Darkness or Hello Darkness. It's a, it's this guy who he fought in the war and it's just a memoir of the war in the Pacific. But he's like, he's a great writer. It's Manchester is his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, he, here's a quick story for you. You're going to like this. Yeah. He... One day he was walking. I think it was on Guadalcanal. He was walking. He was an NCO. He had like 12 guys underneath him that were with him. Him and his boys were walking. Japanese artillery opened. 
but he had tripped and fallen into a crater. So he survived the Japanese shelling. All his boys got blown up. Damn. Like he fell and then shells hit. And uh, he said he woke up in the middle, like he woke up later at night and like he couldn't really see. So he was like reaching around outside the hole that he fell into. And it was just all his friends' guts and bones. Like they had just been eviscerated. So he had like oh. guts and bones on him. Then he goes back into his uh, hole, the crater, and he's like, obviously he's fucked up. He's like crying. He's got guts and shit all over him, brains. And then he has a hallucination of this woman inviting him to fuck, but it ended up being like death was the hallucination was like this horror of death is what he described her as. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was like, she was disgusting. She had like maggots and shit coming out of her eyes. She was like a dead body. Did he smash? Like long fingernails. No, but he got so hard what? and aroused that after the hallucination left, he jerked off in the hole. What? Yeah, and he came. He said he came in like five seconds. I think everyone came in five back seconds out. back then. Really? <laughs> but, dude, that means he – so this, by his own account, he was walking, he <laughs> fell. All of his boys blew up. Yeah. He had their guts and shit all over him, and then he jerked off. I mean, I can relate. He crawled back to the line. <laughs> and just went to sleep. <laughs> Held that secret till 1980 when he wrote it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good for him I for not he, leaving that part out. Yeah, you got to be honest with everyone. Be like, like, I ended up coming as soon as all my friends exploded. <laughs> oh, he went, he got back to the States and they were putting that like purple metal on him. And all he could do was imagine himself jerking off in a hole. And he was like, I don't think I deserve it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I jerked yeah. off in the hole. I ended up jerking off as soon as those guys died. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was that was an intense thing to read. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I would I would say it was unsuspect. Did you jerk off after reading it or no? Sorry, I think I lost you there. <laughs> <laughs> Must be something with the Zoom. <laughs> Sorry, I have coronavirus. My hearing's been in and out. <laughs> uh, Yes, Matt. Yes, I have. And I feel ashamed about it. <laughs> That's so funny to read it. Like, wow, what a weirdo. And then it's like flip over your phone. And like, oh. <laughs> well, because I've been I've been uh, reading at night to go to sleep. And then, you know, you crank one out before bed. So I'm reading like about atrocities in the Pacific. And then every once in a while, I'll stop, like, start to get hard and be like. <laughs> <laughs> And then go back to reading. <laughs> then go back to like I was holding my brother's head. <laughs> like, I wonder how many great historians and academics like they just like pause. They're like they're like reading the Dead Sea Scrolls and they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get this out of the way. <laughs> well, you can't focus. You can't. It's you can't. impossible. If you start to, to get a boner. You can't sit there and try to read about like the geography of the Solomon Islands. No, it's, when it's, all I'm thinking about is sliz. Yeah, if you're if you're trying if you're like in your head if if I have like jerking off scheduled in my head first of all it immediately gets bumped up to like now every single <laughs> it's time first, it's first it's like yeah I'll definitely jerk off and it's like how about I do that now yeah I should probably do that first and I'm like no nah, <laughs> let me get some let me get some stuff done and my brain's just like let's jerk off let's jerk off let's jerk off and you're like you know what let's jerk off that'd be fine yeah you gotta get it done yeah man no it's pressing uh, issue so it yeah is. I've been, yeah. I felt weird. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always weird too. Like, um, Brit left, she went, she went home to Chicago 
to see family. And uh, I just like, I like immediately like, drove home and like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to jerk off and take a nap. Like I was like my first thing. I like, I was like in a completely silent house. I'm like, That's great. Jerk off and take a nap. And then like, I, I told my neighbor that I was like, yeah, you know, Brit's going to, I'll have the house to myself, you know, blah, blah, blah. So as soon as I, I lay down, jerk off, I lay down for like 20 minutes to take a nap. And I, he sent me a thing like, Hey, I just received your package. Like, you know, I just saw blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I was like, I was like, uh, thinking be like, I'll come down in a minute. And I'm like, this guy probably knows I fucking can't. Cause I just told him like, Hey, I'm about to have the house oh, yeah. myself. So he's probably like, huh, I just saw him walk in there. I wonder where he went. <laughs> like, you know, he, fucking knows, dude. <laughs> he fucking knows. That's a nice thing. When I lived with a lady, whenever she left, it was nice. It's great. It's yeah. like, uh, brings you back. It's like, uh, when you lived at your parents, dude, I'm telling like you, as man. soon as they leave the house, it's, you're sitting there jerking off, waiting to hear the garage door. There's that's all it's my all that's all on my bucket list, dude. I, I, I was talking about I, I don't know if I really talked about this. I mentioned it briefly about catching the ultimate. And I think the ultimate is going home to your childhood jerk off spot as an adult and fucking like if I could jerk off my in my not my parents specific, not their bathroom, but like the house, like the one that we all all the kids shared. Yeah, I was taking a dump in there the other day and I'm like, damn, I used, I used to jerk it in here. It was like, dude, if I could, I used to, I told you before, I should just like stand up and come into the bathtub off the toilet. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if I, could, I was like, I need to just rip one more in the tub, dude. Just, just bucket list stuff, dude. That's that. Dude. That's the just, ultimate. Well, yeah, you have a fucking wife and child. You gotta, you gotta live my life. I've, I've been ripping the ultimate this whole time. How's it feel? It does rule. <laughs> I was about to say, dude. True. Ripping the ultimate does rule. That's Mecca, dude. You got to go home and rip the ultimate. <laughs> you have to take Hajj. You have to take Hajj back to you. Isn't it Hajj? Isn't that the pilgrimage? I, I forget. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Hajj. I've always respected the most. Uh, yeah, you have to take Hajj back to your family's bathtub that you used to take hour-long showers in in seventh Ooh, grade. man. <laughs> I mean, dude, if I could go back into that bathroom and just rip a Vaseline jerk, I might not come back from it. Just do that. Just I might go. leave my body. You need to, <laughs> <laughs> you need to be like, hey, me and my family are going to come over for dinner. And then just while you're at dinner, just be like, excuse me, stand up from the table and then two-hand Vaseline up in the bathroom. <laughs> How long does that take? Like 10 minutes? Uh, to you could get that off. Oh. You could get that off quick. Uh, typically, so if you're using Vaseline, it's like, I mean, it depends if you're going to, if you didn't pre-warm the Vaseline, you got to kind of work it in. It, otherwise it's just kind of a glob. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it would take, I would say approximately how would you pre-warm it? 90 seconds. How would I, I yeah. would just, I would take it and you, you could, well, you got to sacrifice your one hand or you can just, just put it on and just start moving it around, dude. Um, or, you know, Really, it's like you, I used to get it and go like this really fast with it. And then, you know, but then you have two Vaz hands, which is kind of a conundrum. I mean, dude, ripping a Vaseline jerk is like serious business. Yeah. I would say it's almost borderline adultery. Where do you think it ranks next to your friend's blood and guts on your hands? I think it's second best. I think it's second <laughs> best. <laughs> I think number one has to be like your friend's internal organs on your hands in a hole in the dirt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially following a near death experience yourself. Yeah. That's, that's a, that, I mean, again, that's actually the ultimate. The only thing we can get as, you know, as being the, uh, a feat men that we are of our modern age who don't know about the, you know, the trials and tribulations of warfare. We can just go home to our, our parenthood. That is body. always, Oh, also I watched, I watched, I rewatched thin red line 
after reading this guy's account of Guadalcanal. I think it's the I think it's the number one World War Two movie. Nice. The Thin Red Line. Have where you seen it? it? No. Where is it? Is it based? It like takes place on Guadalcanal. And uh, it rules. It's 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 one of the few World War Two movies that's not like corny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like like in like in Saving Private Ryan, they just had like a sniper that was cool with them. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, I loved the sniper in Saving Private Ryan, but mm-hmm. like it was still like a war movie. Like it was still like, hey, nobody knows where Captain worked before the war, and like the small talk of like it was cheesy. They make it like a Hallmark card. Yeah. Versus Thin Red Line, which is like very like there's tons of cast members that are superstars or like very famous actors that are just in it for like a second. Yeah. Like guys die unceremoniously. Inceremoniously? I think it's unceremoniously. Yeah. Guys You're like talking about war, like dude. It. You're talking about war. We're talking, anyway. we're talking about the, the war in the Pacific, Matthew. We're yeah. talking about and I think it's the perfect war movie for the Pacific, Matt. I dude, I I agree. Right. I, I I honestly tons of names, tons of names you know, but nobody knows where they are or who they are. Oh. You've kind of heard of the movie. It's kind of everybody's like saving private Ryan, and that's the movie. That's the meanwhile, thin red lines just quietly art. Yeah. You know? True. No, I'm I'm serious, dude. I, I like a good, you know, I like a good um you would love it. It's realistic very, war movie. It's very like into the psyche of these dudes and like it's dude you would fucking love it i gotta check it out man it's I, on amazon i haven't seen a good war i mean i've i've i typically just enjoy them you know it, uh just watching them like just watching everyone get like blown up and just being this whole time being like dude i would that that would be me dude i would definitely be this is yeah guy. this is one of those movies where it's like i could never be any of those guys yeah like they're all scared they're all you know oh. and it's like that dude reading this i had a nightmare about boot camp <laughs> did you really so i was reading the book about his <laughs> his boot camp experience and then i watched a youtube video of just marines boot camp mm-hmm. like a- arriving and getting processed and all that and i had a nightmare i was back at west point going through boot camp again and i was like god damn it dude i gotta quit again <laughs> just like right when i got there i was getting yelled at. i was like this sucks i'm leaving damn that, yeah yeah Get a reprocess- i'm all in right now of just war in general, quarantining sucks. By the way, so you've, been, you've that's been, the worst part. Uh, that's that's what I was. I was told that to Brittany last night. I'm like, that I'm more worried about what COVID would do to my schedule than to my body. She's like, it's not that I was doing too much before. Yeah, I was doing stand up for you know traveling and doing things. This is like, I feel bad. You know, I don't go into stores. I don't like. Yeah, I try to obviously avoid everybody. Yeah, I feel like if you have COVID, you know, there's people have so much like strong feelings about the entire situation that I think sometimes they can take out their negative feelings about the situation on those of us who are unfortunate enough to contract the virus. To have contracted the terrible disease. Exactly. And as I mean, I should should I be ashamed of this disease that I've had as a survivor? I would as a survivor of a disease. Should I feel guilt and shame? I don't know. Some say. people would maybe some people would have you believe that. Yeah, fucked up, dude. <laughs> I mean, especially you know, I I heard you were specifically part of the way you contracted it was rushing uh the vaccines to impoverished areas first. I heard there was like the, the stories I've heard after you know, obviously there was I was there for when you ripped the tube out of your throat, but before you contracted the virus, I was I heard this rumor about you 
where like there was like a bunch of 70 year olds who were about to get the vaccine and you, you push them down and then took them from the elderly. And, and I said, this needs to, to go nearest, to POC. Yes. And you ran to the nearest POC neighborhood and you forcibly object, injected them for their and own good. That, and I was like, wow, that's brave. I said, hold on, white people. We got to test these out real quick on some POCs <laughs> to save them. I saw that today about how they're like, we're not giving it to old people. We're giving it to people of color. <laughs> Like, all right, man. It's crazy. It. I, I have been. I've, I'm off Twitter. That's been good. Yeah. I'm staying off that stuff, which helps. Mm-hmm. Big That's, time. I, I don't watch it. Now, now that Trump's off Twitter, I'm off Twitter. True. You guys both left. There's no point. Did they There's really? No point. They kicked him off. Yeah. <laughs> he got deplatformed from everything. Damn. Is he gonna? Be, so he's gonna be on like fucking Infowars, basically. I was thinking he should just have a press conference where he comes out and reads all his tweets for the week. Like he just, instead of tweeting, just writes them down and then sits down. He's like, thanks for joining me. Uh, The masked dancer. I said, wow, what a great show. That would have got a lot of likes. A lot of people would have liked that tweet. Also, (laughs) like every just goes through. He writes down the time and date that he would have tweeted. Oh, dude, I saw something briefly about him getting kicked off of Twitter, and I just I didn't take the time to like see if that was true or not. But he so yeah, he got, got kicked yeah. off. Apparently, yeah. there were sources saying he called Mike Pence a pussy. I saw that the New York Times. Now, that's another thing that bothers me is yeah. there's always an in, there's always been inside sources at the White House that are like the the president's losing his fucking mind. Yeah. They're like he's so mad about this. And it's yeah. like, uh, I don't know if I believe you guys because you guys would lie about that because yeah. you guys are gay. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it, according to the New York Times, and it, I didn't even see it from the New York Times. I saw someone quote say it was from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you can either you can either be remembered as a patriot or you can be remembered as a pussy. Yeah. To the Pence dog. Yeah, I know, dude. I, was, I think Pence chose pussy, dude. He, I think he did. I, he I'm, saved himself. He did. And, it, you know, it'll be interesting. It's funny. It's a funny self-save because I'm wondering, like, what his political ambitions are now. Like, what's the Pence man? President Pence, dude. You think President Pence is going to just do that'll be tight. President if he Pence. rides out the last two weeks, Pres <laughs> Pence, dude. As, as, yeah. Count it, it on the resume. Be. Technically, it would count. Yeah, they're trying to impeach Trump again. Are they, yeah, I know. They, I think they're they're pretty, yeah, they're pretty pumped on it. Good I just, God, I need to dude. see. It's just funny because it would be like watching Pence leave all this and just go get a job as an accountant. He just strikes me as an accountant. He's like an accountant in the vice president's body. I feel like that guy should just be chilling, counting beans. <laughs> He's just like, wait, yeah. how, how did I get here? Yeah, yeah, it's just him and Donald Trump hanging out. The least two compatible yeah. people I've ever seen. Did you ever have like friends <laughs> in your group of friends that you're like, wait, they're hanging out? Yeah, 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 you know, it'd be like if like Blizz and Shane there were hanging out. Yeah. Be like, wait, who's hanging out? What are they doing? It's like, wait, Wood and McKeever are. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like it, it, their situation's almost like like the cool dude was struggling with his grades, and then like they sent the nerd in to tutor him, and then they're like, "You're actually a pretty good help, and we could learn hey, from each actually- other." Yeah, actually, a fucking loser. <laughs> Trump never changed. Like, I actually think this guy's all right. He's like, I'm with, I was with Mike. He's a loser. Oh, dude. He's going to turn on him hard. It'll be fun. He turned on him big time, I think. Oh, I, well, like, I, think I carried he... that guy. I made him a name, and then he turned on me at the end. Yeah. They tur- they had uh, they said that while Trump, while, while Pence was being 
that they they whisked Pence away. You know, Pence was under threat, and they said Trump never checked on him, but was just kind of still like, "What a bitch!" You know, in so many words, just kind of like still being like, "Man, I can't believe my vice, dude," bitching out. I think yeah, that was I. That whole thing was pretty wild. Well, that would be funny too, because they, you know, say say Pence, you know, maybe somebody approached Pence and blackmailed him. The blackmail you need to get on him would be so. It would just be like. We saw you looked up big, you, big Korean yeah, naturals, I mean, just like the the blandest porn like thing. And he'd be like, Google "Naked sex." <laughs> I'll do whatever you want, Jesus He's Christ! Like, don't tell my wife, God damn it! Don't tell my church. <laughs> don't tell my parents. Uh, in two thousand eight, you Googled missionary position between married loving couple, and he's like, "Jesus <laughs> fuck no." The NSA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, what they got him on is probably so sick, dude. Yeah, it's definitely a Google search of like big, big boob sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had like one too many glasses of sherry. He was drinking liqueur. Yeah. He fucking went home and was like. <laughs> oh, he woke up the next day just like, my God, what have I done? Sexy he was, he XXX. He would self-report. <laughs> he would tell his wife right away. He'd be like, last night, I Googled pornography. <laughs> I Googled XXX. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he caught one of my cousins uh, Googling <laughs> porn on his computer, and it was porn XXX. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted porn, dude. In the most generic sense, dude. Man, how great was porn at first? Oh. Man, we had like two of my friends had like tapes, and it just it. Oh man, I remember one time I knew my friend had porn, and that's all I wanted to do at his house. Obviously, I was like, let's watch this because I'd seen it like twice. Yeah, and I was like, let's watch it. And he was he he big timed me. What? Like, I he's like, I can't watch that stuff unless I'm jerking off, so I'm not just gonna watch it. And I was like, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, come. I didn't know how to come. I need to get back to just watching excitedly watching porn with my boys. Just being like, let's just put it on and chill. Wow, we we had to stop doing that because you guys are fapping. Doesn't just it's never just chilling. Dude. <laughs> True. Next I thing you know, somebody's coming. Do you remember who the first was to break the fap ice? Who was to lead everyone? I'm like, no, nah, this is chill. I don't. So. That leads me to believe I could have been one of the commanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I blocked that part out. True. Well, I feel like it has to be a conspiracy of two people who just start fapping simultaneously and everyone. I think that's everyone's what it was. Like, and I think, I think it was totally acceptable. Yeah. I mean, I'll, it, it's, it's like, practicing, it, it's like the beginning of Christianity. Like it has to be practiced underground at first. Just one of those oh, things yeah. where it's just kind of like, let's just, yeah. Actually, that's the other thing is there was no shame. There oh, yeah. was no, like, this is bad. Yeah. At all. Other than the... let's not, let's all not get caught. But I, at least from my perspective, there was no, like, is this gay? Yeah. <laughs> Are we being gay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just how, that's a testament to how horny you are. You're in your head. You're just like. It's totally like if we started jerking off, it would it would definitely be gay if we jerked off in the same room. You and me jerked off? Yeah. I mean, if we did now, I'm saying. I know. It would be erotic. We could I do would, that as friends. I mean, I I would. I'm I'm sorry to say this, but I would put an erotic spin on it for myself. <laughs> you would you would force an erotic spin on it with your loud 
grunts. <laughs> you got to be quiet. Oh, yeah, that was a. Uh, I feel like that's a an interesting point in every young man's life of just you know doing the the group jerk off stuff, dude. It's funny that people who try to be like, I never did that shit. It's like, sorry you didn't have any good friends, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry you weren't on the basketball team. <laughs> Damn, you, dude, you still clean. Time. Still no dip. Wow. No dip. No booze for two weeks. I'm going to go another week, no booze. Hell yeah. How's it, yeah, what, what, how's it feeling? What, what, are you, what are you noticing in terms of like not drinking? Well, it's not like I was like a crazy booze bag. What would happen was just uh, once every like week I would get hammered. Yeah. So basically for like the next – so the day I got hammered and it definitely at least the day after it was just garbage. And then I'd be fine. Yeah. That's usually the schedule. Now, if there's a weekend like that Tampa weekend, I just said that, Oh yeah. Sorry to everybody that went to the show in Tampa. I had COVID-19. Who they replace you with? Titus? Uh, Kevin Brennan. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's hilarious. Damn. So people just showed up having no idea. They got like, I would, you would think, think they would email. They would email. Ticket yeah. Holders. I, hey, I would imagine they did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe some. Uh, some. I would imagine they did. I just didn't at the time. I didn't want to make a public. Hey, I have COVID statement. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that COVID was a hoax, and it is. <laughs> True. You should have said you had the metanoma virus. Uh. Yeah, I could have. I should have just. Yeah. Well, it's hard to lie. You know, you don't want to put lies out there because obviously, you know, the fact that we have so many listeners only increases. We our karma has increased by every single listener. Yeah. So if you lie, you're paying for it times whatever it is, you know. Wow. 40,000. Here's my dilemma. Here was my dilemma. What? Here was my dilemma. So I didn't want to publicly say I had COVID. Yeah. Because I didn't feel like dealing with that. People being like, see, I told you, motherfucker. <laughs> Which is very annoying. And yeah. then I didn't want to say what the truth was, which was somebody in my family tested positive which is why I was being safe and not doing the show in Tampa. Because if I said that everybody at the party that I went to would know I brought the COVID to the party. True, dude. So I was in, I was in a tough spot. You brought so the Zima, dude. <laughs> so eventually I had to just admit to everybody that I in fact brought the COVID to the party. That was the main well, thing. I got lucky that nobody got COVID from me. Yeah. And uh, I just wasn't contagious. Yeah. I just was fortunate. The good Lord blessed me with no symptoms and not contagious. Other than losing smell, which was very weird. Yeah, what was that like? It was crazy. Because at first, you're like, is this just in my fucking head? I failed the ass test, man. What? <laughs> That's when I knew I had COVID, dude. Pull my glasses down, like, excuse me? My God, he failed the ass test. <laughs> so you, I mean, I'm, I'm I talking the about- ass test. Like, did you do, like, the upper part of your butt crack, or did you, like, actually? I think I danced around the fucking top, dude. Did you? Wow. <laughs> Butthole to hand. Oh, my God. And you just, nothing. Laying in bed. So I just get done, you know, listening. I'm listening to an audio book about the Indianapolis. So I'm listening to, like, dude, the most horrifying stories of all time. is when I go to sleep to the worst stories ever that you can imagine. <laughs> And then I'm sitting there and my, it was the day my mom tested positive before I left. I was like, you should get tested. Yeah. And I told, I genuinely forgot, which is yeah. crazy. 
And I went and hung out with a bunch of my friends. Um, but she called me on New Year's Day or the day after and was like, I tested positive. But but then I was like, oh, fuck, do I have it? So I scheduled a test immediately. And uh, but before I tested positive, I did the ass. I failed the ass test. And that's when I knew, oh, I definitely have it. Like, tell I the can't doctor? Smell. I did. I omitted that fact. <laughs> All I said was I can't smell. <laughs> fuck. The ass test to fail the ass test is scary. Yeah, man. And I'm talking to Matt. I, I, it was New Year's I, Day. It was a swampy butt. I was, you had party butt, dude. <laughs> I had party butt. <laughs> you had party butt, dude. You failed that? Failed the party butt test. Oh, my God. Which, as soon as you fail the party butt test, your hand's not disgusting. True. I stuck my hand in my ass and smelled it. Fuck. And there was no smell. So I was like, my hand's clean. <laughs> <laughs> I can just go to sleep. Fine. Just... <laughs> I wonder if if the I wonder if that actually was the thing that mitigated your coronavirus. The ass coming straight in my face. Ass right. (laughs) Whatever that stuff was just came through. I was like, I was fucking ate it all up. Just Pac Man it, (laughs) dude. Yeah, but losing your sense of smell is crazy, especially because nobody believes you. Like I was the whole time. I was like, dude, I can't smell anything. And O'Connor was like, guys, I go through that too. Like I go through like weeks where I'm like, oh, I can't smell, and you'll be fine. I'm he like, denied no, I symptoms. genuinely he denied I was symptom denied a couple times. Wow. Low, he was like, well, that low. can be psycho psychosomatic. Yeah. So then I I had to prove it to him. Because I did? had to prove it to myself. Well, I opened a bottle of bleach and inhaled it. What? It was like nothing. <laughs> he was like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you shouldn't at all. He was like, Even if it doesn't smell, don't do that. <laughs> it's just funny because I'm sure he'd be very matter of fact about it. I'd be like, well, I mean, either either way, I don't think you should do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you smelling but bleach? It got jarred loose. My smell got jarred loose. Tommy took a crap, and I was like, oh, I smell that. Yeah. Uh, like nice. Did you go into the bathroom yeah. and just fully like just? Yeah, it was like. Uh... It's like Miracle on 34th Street or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, everybody! Merry <laughs> Christmas. I can smell shit. So you're just taking I live with two men. You were taking, yeah. How is how's the dumps been in there? <laughs> it's crazy. I don't want to get my own. I financially, I'm like, oh, I can't. I don't want to get my own place. It's so expensive. Yeah. Like a place in New York, like a decent place, is like 2,500 a month. Yeah. And for some reason, I can't bring myself to do it, even though I could do that. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be done. It's going to happen soon. Scarcity once mindset, things, dude. Once things open up again, or before they do, that way you get the good deals. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Go get the good deals about that, dude. I don't know if I can live by myself, dude. You ever live by yourself? No. It's awesome, dude. You went retarded when you did. What are you talking about? I'm a, I'm a you fucking. You stop believing in germs and let ladybugs live in your. That house. was a phase, and I still would let ladybugs live in my house today if I could, dude. I might bring them back. I mean, the bugs just first of all, the ladybugs just appeared. So I, you know, my aunt and uncle, my aunt and uncle's house used to get crushed by ladybugs. <laughs> it was crazy, dude. They, they're awesome. Because yours, like, like it'd be in the corner of the ceiling, and it would be like a clump that big of just ladybugs. I, my, you ever see that? Yeah, no, I've never seen that many of them. I, I had like, it was insane. I had like five, I had like, you know, a nice like nine or 10 of them just kind of kicking around. I was pretty pumped. Oh, up. this was like hundreds, thousands. What? Yeah, they would like clump up in the corner. Ladybugs Every year, they would, ladybugs would just destroy this house. 
they're good. They don't they don't hurt anything. Yeah, it's a little off putting though when you walk into a room and there's a thousand bugs on the I ceiling. Fucking, I love the. I mean, I've been in houses before where it's like, like, ton, like stream, like lines of roaches, like, like just kind of just marching onward. That's <laughs> fucked up. Ladybugs, man. I, I was always, I'd always come in. I'd be like, man, I love it. Yeah, I love these little ladybugs. And I had my daddy long legs would kind of kick around and do their thing. It was like, I, I had yeah, a very a good system, really nice ecosystem. It was. Stink bugs are always welcome in my house. You, I'm you a like, fan of those guys. Roaches, I don't fight. Roaches, it's on site. Obviously, I'll kill a roach. Roaches is on, yeah, for sure. Millipedes on site. Yeah, and you got to watch. Roaches will get in your outlets. I've learned. I've dealt with that. Yeah, roaches will nest in your outlets, and then they'll come out. You can, if you look in your outlet, if you see almost what looks like black pepper, that's roach droppings, and they'll they'll just nest them. They'll like go into your little ground, you know, where the the ground thing is, and just walk. And they'll just, if you look, they'll just chill, and you'll see their their little now their antlers, little antennas, (laughs) will just pop out. It's fucked up. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Wow. People a lot of times get roaches. They don't know where they are. It's like check your outlets. They'll they'll you take them out and you vacuum them up. <laughs> <laughs> Should have muted my mic for that. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm happy you did. <laughs> Told me about roaches and outlets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I would like to, I I'd like to live by myself. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, it's pretty chill, dude. I mean, uh. I was into it again. Like I was also like 22. So I was like a fucking, I, know, I, I could get pretty lonely in the big city, dude. I, I, yeah, that's true. But it's also, I mean, you, I enjoy my solitude. I've learned. So it's like, you can really get into your, and you can go out and hang with everybody, but like, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's what's nice about doing stand up is I would be able to go hang out with everybody. Yeah. Nightly. Exactly. You go home. I would go home and like play the guitar and sing at the top of my lungs. It was, just, it was so fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I just come home and like I was like I had a whole bunch of songs. Today that, is gonna be the day. <laughs> and then I would go, yeah, then I would just like put the guitar down, fap just as like gloriously, and then just like you know pass out and go to bed. Yeah, it's tough. O'Connor's bed is right here, yeah. and mine is we're we're sharing a wall. Yeah, our beds. So fapping is. I, I can't. I can't shake the wall. True. You know? What do you got? So you got My a bed frame. You're a military man, though, so you can bust out a quick one. You can bust out a quick and quiet. Right. Oh, yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe I had a. I, I usually don't. I don't think about. I like blacked out going to West Point for three weeks. Yeah. I like don't remember it. It was that much. I hated it that much. <laughs> but yeah, that dream was. I was like, oh, fuck. I got to do this again. Yeah. Just like stand against the wall do this i was like this is gay oh oh you know what i've been watching that fucking bothered me i've been watching uh stolen valor videos yeah they're very sad yeah man they're not like that cool no it's fucked up like, I mean, it's, what... it's yeah i almost get the same feeling now it's not as bad obviously but like when i used to watch when to catch a predator first came out and it would always just be like a retarded guy yeah they would always just catch clearly a mentally handicapped like 23 year old mm-hmm. and it'd be like all right well come on get him off camera <laughs> like this is mean now yeah yeah this is mean what you do and it's the same thing like the stolen valor one of them was like a mentally challenged kid damn like, he was young and he was in a uniform and some guy was like you see this i'm a fucking wounded veteran he had his license plate that said he was a wounded veteran he was like take that the fuck off and he was like, it's my brothers. It's my older brothers. Like, he he ripped the patch off. 
And the kid was like, that's my older brother's. Give that back. And I was like, give it back to him. Yeah, man. Yeah, they got the one they got was great. They got this black guy who was dressed. He was dressed like a warlord. He had like every medal. <laughs> and he was like, "Man, motherfucker, I'm also a fucking military police. I'll bust your ass. You keep fucking with me like this." <laughs> he was like, "Just let him go." And, and and then you think like how sad it is. This guy, he went to church dressed in a full military uniform, and it's like he's got problems. Yeah, he um... wanted. He wanted, and it's like here's people that have shitty lives and they want to feel important publicly. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, every once in a while they catch some, it's just like to catch a predator. Every once in a while they get a guy that's like a math teacher. It's yeah. like, all right, get, get that fucking guy. Yeah, Pull that motherfucker out of here. Yeah. It's uh. yeah. Did you read, did you see the thing? I don't know if I, I talked about this with you or not. There were, I read an article. Someone sent it to me actually about uh, a guy who had, so someone was running for local office in this guy's town in Texas and the guy, like, it just, for some reason, it struck this guy strange. He never heard of this guy before. He looked into his address and saw that he didn't live in the correct place that he was supposed to be in. He was like, hey, he's running for yeah. city council here or whatever, but you have to live here. And he actually lives here. And the address he gave me is just an empty, vacant house. There's no way this guy lives here. Um, and then they looked into – so the guy, like, went on Facebook and was like, yo, this guy running for office is a fucking fraud. Like, he's not from this area. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And everyone's like, you fucking psycho. You went to his house. Fuck you. And everyone's like, you're a fucking loser, dude. And like, just like, attack this guy. <laughs> meanwhile, too, be- two days before, just to give you a sense of this dude, I think I told you this part, but the, uh, so- his cat had been killed by like another animal and he had waited in a tree for three nights, found the animal that did it. It was like a coyote or something and shot and killed it. You know, the guy who was lying about where he lived or the no, guy no 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 the guy who was on the hunt for this this guy oh, who was running well, for politics that, guy, that should have redeemed him I, well no no so here this is the story's not even over so the, the uh so the guy he, you know this guy this is when they interviewed him he had like just spent a couple nights in a tree to like avenge his dead cat <laughs> so he fucking kills the coyote or whatever killed his cat and then all of a sudden his wife's like hey do you see this guy's running he's like i never heard of that well, who is that guy and they, they look him up and they're like where does it say he lives? And they look and they go, that's, that's a vacant house. He doesn't live there. So that's when he went on Facebook, like, yo, this guy's a fucking liar. Um, and everyone's like, you're a fucking psycho, dude. You went to his house. You're a stalker. Fuck you. And then the guy that came out, the guy was saying like, he has like, he was like a, the guy who was running was saying like he was in the military and he was like a, an army rant and was like, was, was claiming all of these wild things that he did from the military, like elite level shit. Um, and everyone's like, dude, this guy's like an elite level military and you're fucking stalk, you piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and his wife was the guy was like, whatever, fuck it. And his wife was like, nah, fuck this, man. I don't like my husband getting messed with. So the wife started called her dad who was in the military and they have a service to check for people who are stealing valor. I forget what it's called, but you can call the military and they'll do the they'll search and be like, here's wow. these people's actual credentials. And it turned out the guy like was kind of in the army reserves and like dick, something like that, like barely was in he, the military. He wasn't a no, far from it. And he, he also made up a thing too. He like made up an entire department that the, the dad was like, that went defunct in like 1945. What the fuck's he talking about? Yeah. And they, the guy got publicly disgraced to it. He had stolen valor to win like city council. So the guy hey. got to be like, Hey, fuck you guys. Remember you guys said I was a dickhead. Yeah. We almost also, got ruled. This incredible incredible story of me avenging my cat that should have won him the office regardless he wasn't even running it was just he was just that type <laughs> he wasn't running no he was just that kind of guy he like who's he running opponent no he just was like fuck that guy i don't He's know go get it 
He just had a feeling, man. He he was tracked. He's, he's gung ho, man. Us military guys use terminology like that. You wouldn't understand. I dude, I hear you, bro. I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> I was more always like dark ops kind of. I was more like intelligence, dark ops kind of guy. Yeah, you strike I me as CIA. Guy. You strike me as one of those. <laughs> Paper pencil pushers, dude. We don't like your kind, bro. I mean, me and my brothers. <laughs> yeah, stealing intelligence valor is sweet because you can never like nobody's gonna come out and be like, actually, no, I'm a spy and I think he's all you have to do, all you have to do is be like, Yeah, I work I work for the NSA. You're like, oh where I can't tell you. Can't talk about it. Yeah, I got le- legally I can't tell you anything else. I mean, that's all this comedy podcast has been a front for our double intelligence lives, dude. Oh, yeah. We're just gathering guys that would storm the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> we have a list of everyone's names that listens to this. We have a list of a bunch of people that were like, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, Got another one. Yeah, to share the Patreon of the guys- messages of the government. <laughs> Check out these memes. One of the guys that got caught stealing Valor, there was some really funny ones. I, was, yeah. I watched like a top 10 best stolen Valors. Nice. And uh, one of the guys was in like a full military uniform and it said, uh, whatever the explosive explosives the to disarm IEDs. Yeah. He had that patch on and was just like sitting at like a, uh, a uh, an airport. Yeah. And these dudes were like, yeah, are you? <laughs> he just nailed this guy. And he's like, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I just got back. That's why I, I don't have any clothes. So this is all I have to wear. That's why I'm still in uniform. They're like, cause he was trying to say he was retired. Yeah. He was like, cause they, I forget what it's called. There's a, there's a number that if you're in the military, you know, you're M something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wasn't in long enough. I forget mine. Mine, you know, Obviously. comes and goes. Yeah, I think it's like a Marshall number or something. <laughs> yeah. So some MSOC or something. But yeah, this guy just had to sit there and be like, it's, it's the only clothes I have. I, I, I just got home. Like I, I wish I could wear regular clothes, but these are the only clean clothes I had. And they just kept hammering him to the point where he was like, all right, these are my stepson's fatigues. I've been wearing them because I don't have any other clothes. And they're like, yeah, you do. You fucking liar. He's like, all right, I just like wearing them. <laughs> I might steal valor of people who go and check. I might just start checking other soldiers and be like, bullshit, man. And like I'm actually, I'm five, four, three, oh, two. I'm like, all right, good. Just checking, bro. Yeah. They say a compilation of guys trying to get somebody on that yeah. and just getting drilled by a superior <laughs> officer. <laughs> yeah, they they fucking one of the guys, one of the guys they got that was good was this like fat dude walking in the mall claiming he was an army range. <laughs> he dude, he looks so funny. He looks like a he looks like Peter Griffin. He's like walking in the mall, he's got a bag, and the guy, the guy who films him like tricks him hard into like stealing valor like intensely he's like oh my son just wanted to meet you he wanted to say thank you for your service and the guy was like oh thanks buddy how are you and he starts talking to the kid and he's like see this patch this means i fight bad guys that's what i do i basically i go on missions <laughs> and, then, and then uh the guy just destroys him oh he had like a, a badge that rep- or a patch that represented like three different theaters of war yeah and he was like, you served in three theaters of war lately? How'd you do that? He was like, well, this one's Iraq, and I did Afghanistan twice. He's like, you wouldn't get it twice for Afghanistan. He's yeah. like, so I know you're lying. And the guy's like, actually, this one was outside of the borders, so they don't, you know, dark not allowed to tell anybody. <laughs> he <to> dark ops. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually private military service? It was great. The Damn, dude. Great. The guy even answered the phone. He was like, this is Staff Sergeant. Go ahead. It was like, damn, this guy's really stealing Valor. Like, 
I mean, dude, there would be the feeling, the, the, the hot shame of being in the mall and being like next to an Auntie Anne's and fatigues and having some guy videotape and blowing your spot up would just be, Oh, that's such a bad feeling. And then you got to walk out in the military outfit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And he had to, this is illegal. First of all, is it illegal? It is. It is illegal. Oh, okay. It's like a federal crime. I rest my case designed (laughs) designed just to arrest special needs guys. (laughs) Like nobody else is doing this. It's just guys that want to feel important that are like sad. Damn. Is this part of the 13th amendment? This this is part of the prison pipeline, dude. It must be. Those guys probably work hard as fuck, dude. I mean, why not just these dudes breaking rocks? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why not just like the, the, what's the punishment for it? I don't know. I think you just get shamed on the internet. Oh, like when they yeah. catch people with hookers and like put their picture on the, the <laughs> yeah. table. Yeah. It's yeah. See, it is, it is that, I think that's what makes me feel so bad about it is yeah. the, the shame. You can see these guys and they answer all the questions like as fast. They're so happy when they can answer a question when they're like, Oh yeah. Where were you guys stationed? It's like Fort Bragg. Like they're, they're so happy to like get one. Right. And they're like, actually the infantry doesn't train there. They train here. And he's like, well, you, I we were in a special unit that did train there. Like it's oh, you gotta watch it. It's man. it's pretty heartbreaking. God damn, dude, that sucks. He was so happy to he was so happy to steal valor for like a kid that was excited to meet a troop. He was like, oh. oh hey buddy, and then the guy just started destroying him. It'd be funny if one of the guys was like, look, I'm just here to fuck kids. All right, I'm just here to fuck <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah. I don't want to steal valor, but they like the uniform. He's like, they fucking love GI Joes, dude. Come on. <laughs> I swear, I'm just fucking kids. Damn, I can't believe I got COVID though. Nah, it happens, bro. I'm waiting. I, to- yeah, I had I had a good feeling I was gonna get it. I mean, the fact that you champed it, obviously, I figured you would, but it's pretty. Tight. I did not. I figured I was gonna get leveled by this thing. Dude, I uh, that's that's the thing I fantasize about COVID specifically is having that kind of dark night of the soul where I'm like, this could be it. Having like the San Fra- Saint Francis of Assisi moment where I'm I just know. Like, <sighs> Laying in bed, just like I Brittany, can't is go that to you? fucking hospital. Yeah, I had a dark goblin last night, dude. I couldn't fucking sleep. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I had an absolute dark goblin. It was like I, I sometimes when I go to like I'll, I'll feel tired and I go to lay down and my I just get like super adrenalized to the point where I I was yeah. laying, I was laying there and like I I could have sworn I heard people talking outside, and it was the point by then you know it was, by then it's like two thirty and I laid in bed at like. 10 30 so at this point i'm completely out of my mind and nuts because yeah. i'm trying to fall asleep i'll like i'm like oh, i can't fall asleep let me watch a, like an hour and a half video on jungian archetypes and i'll like watch the whole thing yeah. and then be like all right time to sleep i'm like are people talking outside and it's like i don't want to check just in case they're not i'm like jackson i have jackson jump in bed with me i'm like come on buddy we're going to sleep man. oh because you were alone yeah i was alone man i i think i think my body was just missing my fucking partner dude I was like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to stretch out and take the whole bed up. And then I laid there and it was all quiet. And I was like, I saw she took the sound machine with her. And I was like, God damn it. She flew with the sound machine? Yeah, she took the fucking sound machine. Yeah, dude, she took the sound machine. I shouldn't have called you. I should never have talked about your lady like that. Well, you just read my thought because I I rolled over in bed. And I was like, that fucking bitch took the sound sound machine? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If I'm going to be honest, that's what I thought. And then I laid there and intensely, intensely missed her, dude. I sat there and went like. It was it was just strange, man. It's so weird how like I I usually just hit the pillow and pass out, 
And I just laid there and was just like, I, I couldn't sleep. And then I started being like, I need to go to, you know, the classic thing where you're like, but I need sleep. And then it's like, well, you just bought yourself an extra hour. Oh yeah, for sure. So I got back on my Jordan sure. Peterson bag. So it was good. Like, that was, I, I got to watch. Nice. Like, dude. Let's see what he's up to. So I, I read, the, I saw the video of his new book. I read his new 12 new rules. Pretty tight. Not going to lie. Kind of liked them. Nice. Um, and then uh, watched like his personality video. So it was pretty tight. Nice. Well, there you go. It was worth it. Hundred percent. I got hit with the goblin. I get hit with the guy. I was. I had to like just being stuck in a house is fucking shitty. Yeah, it's bad. So yeah. I've been hitting like long walks this whole time, and then that's when the goblin strikes during a walk. During walks. Just what like, the fuck are you doing, dude? Reveries of the solitary walker. <laughs> Rousseau begs to differ, dude. He that was the only time. I enjoy the find- walk. I enjoy really? the walk okay. most of the time, but but yeah, I had a sad walk the other day. Did you? Oh just, yeah, just a you're, full Charlie Charlie Brown walk. Just, you're a bittersweet uh, symphony, dude. Yeah, <laughs> just walking by people like, how you doing? Yeah, must be nice. Yeah. Then I, you know, I I, I want to cover my face when I walk by people, and I hope they don't think it's at them. Yeah, it's always kind of awkward, man. And I want to be like, no, I have COVID. Yeah, like, no, actually, actually, I have it. I, have I actually it. have COVID. I'm, I figured I would stretch my legs out here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was, uh, the Russo, the, this is just his book about, like, the things he came up with while walking towards, like, the end of his life. And uh, I, I didn't know anything about this dude, like, what, what he was. It was just one of those names here people say, like, oh, Russo. Yeah. Uh, Blizz actually gave me the book because I gave him a book and he traded me one. And, dude, I didn't know this dude kind of fucking ruled dude i read it like they, they you know the author the translator gives his biography uh, and apparently he was just like so first of all he was born and his mom immediately died which is just like legend shit st- legend in the making obviously his yeah. mom died like right after and then his dad when he was 10 his dad got into an argument and self-exiled you know what self-exile is <laughs> yeah I, I figured it out you i didn't i don't i didn't know like i heard i was like okay you just you angrily make a point to tell everyone you're leaving the country and then you leave and yeah. it's like you're not in exile you're like i'm leaving i'm so pissed yeah. off his dad got in a fight that it got him so angry that he just left self-exiled and kind of just left his son so he was like i'm out of here so young rousseau was like fuck he had to find a master so he like apprenticed under a bunch of people and was, um, was rousseau one of those guys who I guess there was a night with there was a day in France where they skinned all the cats. All right, sorry. What what time period was this? Rousseau was like dying towards like he was alive. He died in 1778. That would have been around what year? 1778. He was like reaching his uh his age. Like he was like starting. To, he was like dying. I think he died 1778. So yeah, he uh yeah he was close to. I could have sworn that was near the French Revolution. Dude, was it before? When was the French right. French Revolution? Was before the uh American American Revolution, right? No, it was after. Oh, well, yeah. So then, is that really was it uh, after? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so he he was like, I guess he died right before the French Revolution then. Yeah, but his he actually helped Sorry. write the encyclopedia. Part of his, he like was uh he apprenticed under a bunch of things, and then he like you know just him and his boys wrote the encyclopedia, which you know swagged to them. Um, but he ended up he just wanted to be a music composer, and you know he would he would like he would just like compose music and do teach music and do stuff like that. But he started he just like well fuck it let me like write a book. He wrote a book, smash hit, dude, sensational. 
Really? But he the say, but secretly, and he would say he hated right. He hated books and he hated writers. He's like writers <laughs> are fucking dorks. He's like they're liars. Yeah. They're they're uh, you know, they're all about themselves. They don't care about what they're writing. He's like I only wrote because I had a burning message for the world. He's like, it disgusted me to sit and idly spend my time writing these words down. He's like, all of my contemporaries are just writing anything to get published. Dude, it came out and it's like, he came up, people, he was hot, dude. Everyone knew him as Jean-Jacques in France. He, he was like, people were like, dude, he's the man. So he became intensely successful and just convinced himself everyone was his enemy and just became a recluse and just fucking was like, fuck you guys, dude. I'm fucking out of here. Because <laughs> yeah. I guess people were like, yeah, like, I guess they had kind of beef with some of his writings. And he became too radical of a figure. So France actually kicked him out. And he was just like, dude, I have so many fucking enemies. Then he went to his, his last book is just him just like laughing at the fact that his enemies, although they, you know, they destroyed, what did he say? Like they, they took a sensitive soul like his and just made the world barren of fruit for his soul. So now all he can do is find, you know, pleasure in his own reveries and walking by himself. But he just walked, this guy just walks along. He was, I think he was allowed back into France at one point. And it was just like, damn, dude, my enemies can never squash my inner joy, dude. And they, it brings me <laughs> so happy. And he just walked That's back awesome. and forth, dude. It was so funny. Just getting – and apparently the biographer was like – yeah, apparently he said, like, everyone was out to get him. But, like, like when they look at those sources, everyone's like, we actually kind of like the guy. I don't know, <laughs> fuck, I don't know what his problem was. He just needed haters, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, everybody's on my shit now. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no one could stop me. I'm having fun on this walk. Yeah, dude. So then he just yeah. So his walks were just him being like, "Damn, writing so gay, but I have to do it." And he just went. Now I, now I need to find this cat thing, and I can't. The what? Cat. There was. I could have sworn I, in history class, I learned that there was a night where like all the elites, I believe it was France, had cats. Maybe it was England. Maybe that's why I can't find it. But they had cats, and so all the like peasants just massacred cats. Damn. Yeah. And I think that's how the term, like, more than one way to skin a cat comes. Really? I think. What anyway. You say? The great cat history massacre. Yeah, the great Where cat was massacre. It? England or France? French. Yeah. France. Was it 1790s or 80s? Like, uh, 1784. Yeah, look at that. Oh, no, no. Sorry, that's sorry. Was ni- 1984 was the first time it was in the book. When, uh, oh. <laughs> when the fuck was Oh, so there's just a book called The Great Cat Massacre. So this is just about the book. What the fuck? Oh, so yeah, dude, this would have been okay. So this was in the Paris in the late 1730s. So yeah, this okay. this was this was when uh, so yeah, Rousseau's dad had just exiled in 1922. All right. So he was eight when they were just tearing he, the he cats. He smell up. it coming. He knew the cats were coming. He knew there was going to be a big cat fucking massacre. He was just in a print shop and he was like, what's going on, master? And like, they're fucking murdering all the cats. And he's like, I'm out of here. This place sucks. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, murdered man. all the cats. <laughs> that was, dude, back then it was like, you you just, if you didn't have a, you know, I mean, if your parents weren't there to protect you, obviously mom died, legend. And then dad was like, look, I love you, but I, I got to go fucking leave this country because I'm fucking pissed right now. Yeah. You had to seek like protection. You had to go get a master, and then you had to get so good at something that someone with money would be like, "You can just live in my house and do that thing," or you'd become like a street vagabond. Pretty tight. Pretty yeah. fucking sick. Dude. That does rule. <laughs> yeah. That's how like most of those painters. Yeah, they were all like that. Yeah, those great master, oh, the old masters and shit. It was always like you went and studied under somebody. And yep, 
I mean, you could. I'll tell you. I'll tell yeah, you this dude. year. Akani put us on a big Caravaggio tip. Did he? Really? One over my shoulder right there. Damn, dude. I'll yeah. tell you what those painters of yore couldn't do. They couldn't go and just complain. They couldn't sit in the Times Square and just complain about how unfair it all was and, you know, get a good break. I think they had to go yeah. cultivate their talent and share that with the world in a way where people valued it and weren't kind of guilted into it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'll tell you that maybe, much. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe they were like little whiny pussies True. and all of that. Like, everybody hates me. I'm leaving. <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, the, uh, that dude, that debt book, I swear to God, it's one of the, it's so crazy to think about how like people struggled with like how government struggled with money. Cause it, this is kind of, it, it ties into the, the whole thing of like, you know, like murdering cats and people uprising. But in England, they had the, uh, like the coins were made out of silver. So if silver was starting, the price of silver would fluctuate, it, you know, obviously be worth more than like the coin value they assigned to it. So, you know, coin edges are like ridged. You look at a quarter, it has, you know why they're yeah. rich? No. People used to clip coins. So you would get a coin from the, gov- the government, you would transact, get a coin and shave off a little bit of silver and then keep that in a little pile. So people, so like, people were doing that. So the government was like, what the fuck, man? So the government did this thing. I, they like put out cheap coin, like pennies are really kind of worthless. They tried that a long time ago. People are like, what the fuck, man? No, this is money. It has to be worth something. And I think it was uh, Thomas Locke. One of those guys advised the king, like, look, man, you can't just fucking do this. You got to put out the real deal silver and that's just what it is. Otherwise you're no, you're, you're no good. You know, you're uh, no better than the coin clippers. So they're like, all right, fuck it. And they put out like pure silver coins and then everyone just kept them because the price of silver skyrocketed. <laughs> so every, like the citizenry just scrapped all the, they just like went to the junkyard and like, yo, like just sold them on like a, they didn't just buy stuff. They yeah. just sold them to silversmiths and just like kind of came up. And then everyone, there was just no money left. So then like people starved to death and that guy lock had to be like, all right, so maybe I was a little wrong. <laughs> Break out those pennies. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it, it like talked about how people would just run out of, like money just went away because people just sold it for other stuff. And then the only way you could get around was then the government started issuing paper bonds and then to, you know, to finance their war effort. Yeah. And then if you, if you had enough, if you had the like connections, you could buy a paper bond and then they traded those things as money. Um, but it, yeah, it was fucking, it was so funny watching like the amounts of times like when capitalism first came out, like there was bubbles every other week. People, they were like, oh, this is the new big thing. And then they would just like implode. And it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, true. Speaking of my Bitcoins. How's your biddies, dude? They blew up, dude. Really? They blew up for like a few days. Now they're they're coming back down a little bit. So it's up <clears throat> fucking 7% like yeah, today. Like they're down? No, today it's up 7% Bitcoin. That's what's up. I mean, dude, you, they were, people might have, if you had Bitcoins back then, people would hang you. They're like, that's a crime against God. You can't just create value. You can't yeah. just create something valuable to nothing. Let me see that. Woo. That's one baby. month. Woo, baby. Give me that. Uh, Give me that. That's the one month. So that's year. Your- Look at that spike right there. That was just this week. Damn, last dude. week. Dang. Yeah. Your bitty's looking nice. Those aren't my biddies. That's that's the cost. That's the price of one Bitcoin. Yeah, everyone's going to think you have $36,000 in Bitcoin right now. No. (laughs) Please. Please. That's jump change. True. That's not. I have hundreds of thousands of dollars in Bitcoin. I heard, uh, what's his name? McAfee gave you all of his digital currency before he got apprehended. He said, Shane, take this and hide. Here's the microchip, (laughs) dude. Take the microchip. I have the the USB with it. Do you? Right here. Uh, 
there's a lot of evil hippies that they claim they're uh, Bitcoin millionaires. They're like, oh, dude, I have probably like millions of Bitcoin. I just, you know, I got to find that thing. <laughs> yeah, I got to log in and find it. That's a sick oh. way to get evil hippie pussy. You'd be like, I'm a Bitcoin millionaire. I just got to go back to my boy's house who I traded that. Yeah, I'll get that I back. find that desktop. <laughs> I forget my login. Um, oh. Let's switch over to the page. Yeah, let's do it. I believe... We have a special guest for the Patreon. Ooh. You may know him as Nick Mullen, the Mull Dog. Should God be damn. coming on here. We'll see. Hell um, yeah. yeah, I hate doing Zoom, but you know, on these times when you have COVID, when I have COVID nineteen, we gotta we gotta socially distance. Probably for just this week. Yeah. Should be good. Oh, Since the smell came back, should be good. I I don't know when I'm gonna test negative though. No, I think by next week you're fine. I I, I talked to my other friend who had it, and he said it's like. He, he was like, bro, I wish I'd never told people I fucking had it because it, he's like, people just get really weird. He's like, once your symptoms go away, it's really just 10 days. After you have symptoms, 10 days after that, you're good to go. Yeah, I don't I don't really care too much about that. At, at first I did because I thought I thought I was going to get wrecked by it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to feel like I don't feel like fucking dealing with this. People being like, fucking, I told you you were going to get it. Um also, would they yeah, do that to an essential worker though? It's kind of fucked up. Like, no, but it's not essential. Stand-up comedy is not essential work. I mean, dude. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I hear you, but then it's like, is you know, Philadelphia shut down everything but essential workers, and then like let the ice skating rink stay open. It's like, is the ice do people need to ice skate? Like, if they why should they be able? You know, again, it's outdoors. I get that, but you know, I don't know. I just Shane, I just feel like. We're saving life at the cost of everything it's worth living for, bro. I think we should, you know, I think we should stop being scared of this thing. I mean, I, 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 I never really was like yeah. in my actions. I mean, yeah. I still got tested a lot. I wanted to, I, I was afraid of my family getting it. Yeah. You know, I didn't care. Really. I, I figured I would just get sick, but no, I'm not very afraid of it now. I mean, I have it. Yeah, true. Yeah, I, I, you know. No, I could have, you know, people significantly healthier than me have been crushed by it. Yeah. But, yeah, just that's just how it goes. I took vitamin D for a year. That's why. It worked out, dude. Obviously, dude, it was nothing to you. Yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, people are so fucking afraid of this thing. It's like you almost have to, like, it's like if the more, again, we talked about this before, the more you watch the news, you're just, like, forcing people to accommodate your, like, crazy fears of the shit and you gotta be like all right, all right. yeah so, yeah but yeah next week we'll be rocking and rolling next week for sure yeah we'll be back next week and uh yeah everybody's good so everybody a couple people reached out once they found out i had the vid really wanted to, yeah yeah well people were, i think just all of our listeners just assumed did they yeah i, I didn't do an episode last week true and that was just because i didn't want to zoom yeah um but yeah, everybody's fine. My family's fine. I mean, they're they got sick, but they're they're all okay. Uh, so yeah, everybody's good. Hell yeah, we're back. Um, yeah, let's switch over to yeah, the let's Patreon. It, let's get Mall Dog in here. He'll oh. probably definitely talk about the Capitol. We need to talk. We need to talk, <laughs> cat, right. dude. Later. We need to talk about that. All right. <laughs> See you.